The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, and thank you for downloading this episode of The Gutter Skypes. It's our sixth gaming session, and it was recorded on December 10th, 2008. The game is Spirit of the Season, a Christmas holiday-themed Satsi mystery with plenty of action, treachery, and over-the-top fun. And the characters are Stan Rocket, brought back from the original sessions of The Roll Monkeys and played by Mark Kinney, Reggie Forthright, played by Andros, and Hank Bugle, played by me, Adam Five. We get a change of GMs in the spirit of the century as Blind Geek takes up the reins and builds us a wintry adventure wrapped around the Santa Claus mythos and charged with a villainous plot that could end Christmas as we know it forever. The file you're hearing now is part one and the adventure will conclude next week in part two. Also, episode 70 of International Detective Dragons from Outer Space will be released after next weekend on Monday, January 26th. So we look forward to that too. Thank you once again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Gutterscapes playing Spirit of the Season. Hello! Success? Success, at last. Okay, good, you can hear me then. Yes. All right, let me minimize some stuff here and invite Andros. I apologize for the uh, noise. I'll have to, I have to be honest about something, and I'm rather ashamed to admit this. I'm not quite as prepared as I should have been, so I'm having to uh, grail up a few things, not the least of which is you guys' character sheets. But I figured I would wait to do that because we, had, we said we were going to discuss aspect changes and stuff like that, so... I wouldn't feel Hello. bad. Can you hear me? I can yes. hear Andros. Yes. Yay! I wouldn't feel bad. I, I oh, still yeah. don't know how to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> well. I hope you're as tolerant as Mark was. <laughs> no, actually, I mean, I, yeah, not a problem at all. I'm, I'm, I would, I'm hoping you guys are patient with me. It's, it's been a long time since I've done this. Oh. I've game mastered anything. So. Like we said, we'll, we'll, refund, we'll refund every penny. <laughs> but but I'll get better, I promise. No, um Yeah. No, I was I was uh just all week long I've been agonizing over what am I gonna what kind of story? And then of course I find the what I find the one I wanted to do like oh about two hours ago, so I've been like scrambling ever since. Well, isn't it our job to make sure that that's the story that doesn't happen? <laughs> Something like that. Only if you're very, very mean people. No, <laughs> no that's all I ever hear about, uh, and uh, particularly when I listen to these shows of, um, with game masters talking about games and running games and all the rest of that stuff. It seems to seems to be the player's job to make sure that they rip up the tracks and and just uh, take <clears throat> off in whatever area they're going to go. 
Which is one thing I've never understood, the whole GM versus player mentality. I will, that's one thing I have to say about the whole story gaming thing that people, is that it seems to minimize a lot of that, because you're all, it makes it, I mean, it should be the case either way, but it seems like in that kind of system, people are much more inclined to go under the, we're all a team trying to make the best story we can notion, whereas I think sometimes in more tra- traditional games, people get into the whole, you know, GM versus player versus, you know, that kind of thing, which is really a shame, because I think it causes a lot of animosity that doesn't need to be there. I guess it depends on who you listen to. Some of the some of the folks I listen to, it sounds like, um, it sounds like that's precisely the attitude they have, and uh, yeah. I don't know. They're not me. <laughs> have we? Inf- well, I'm in your camp on that, anyway. Have, <laughs> have we got? Uh, have we got Mark Kinney with us? Hear me now? Oh, yes, I can. I heard him. This is this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have everybody on. I know. I I I, I hesitated to say anything because <laughs> the, the old the old uh, the old Don't fear jinx of jinxing something. Yeah. Yep. Are you are you there or did we lose you? He's still showing up on the list. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. we can. Okay. I don't know what is up with the mute switch on my headset then. This is just weird. I just did a modified version of, of Stan Rocket, so... Oh, cool. Actually, why don't you go ahead and give us a synopsis of Stan Rocket? Um, I don't remember that uh, hear, hearing the game that you had him in. His parents were professors. He's kind of a mechanical prodigy himself, and like I said, I I, I modified a, a few things based on the the uh, sessions that we played there. So one of his warriors things is that crazy Irish uncle that he he mentioned going over to Ireland in like 1916 is why he trusted that one NPC so much. Ah, okay. And I, yeah, and I kept, I'll make it work as far as that. He, he basically, during the war, he, uh, he lied about his age, went to, went to the war, worked in the motor pool. What, what was, in the, the bank vault has been opened. What was that? <laughs> Wow, I'm sorry, Mark. I didn't. I did just totally caught me off guard there. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, go on. Okay, um, for his novel, I'm I'm still doing the whole Stan Rocket versus the Shadow Consortium or whatever it was that I had called that. The whole anti-war people who did the spy going around in these strange contraptions and like seizing and like seizing warships and all of this kind of thing. In, in the course of that, I kind of threw in some of the other novel stuff, and so I've got Heinrich Monkey Wrench and Stan's Rocket Car in that. And the four that came out of the big thing with, with like Seth Floored and the whole weird time thing, and uh, as far as that goes, I, I've got uh, Obsession with, with Space Time. Lost knowledge. After that, that one experience where the, the where that one I got basically erased from existence. 
thanks to Seth Lord's machinations and him not be and Stan not being able to do anything about it. He's a bit weirder about knowledge potentially being lost now. And some of the consequences of that were uh, his last two aspects suspected by British intelligence because since Kildare, the one Irish character, ended up with that that crystal Townsend York and my character were, were like fighting over at the end there. Mm-hmm. That's got me kind of bad in with uh, with British intelligence and consequently as an aspect I have, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. <laughs> <laughs> as far as stunts go, Universal Gadget and the Custom Ride Prototype Car thing. Uh, for the other ones, I threw in Mr. Fix-It, which I think I had, and the other one I wasn't sure, so I just threw in Thump of Restoration. Ah, yes. And then so, okay. Skill... Cool. And then skills, if anybody cares. Uh, Isu's superb skill is engineering. The next one's down or drive in science. Then pilot fists alertness. The twos are rapport, resources, guns, resolve, endurance. And then the last ones are might, stealth, survival, weapons, and contacting. So... It sounds like he's a good fit with Nick not in the group. <laughs> that's that's true. Takes up the basic niche he had. Yeah. Well, except that instead of a huge lightning gun, I well, I guess well, I guess I guess I could throw together a lightning gun with the universal gadget. But most of his thing is that prototype car. Oh, okay, okay. He doesn't have a prototype weapon sort of thing, also. Well, he has a universal gadget. That's as as close as as he would possibly get. Hmm. What is that one thing? Thump, thump of restoration. Uh, <laughs> that my that's a great too. stunt. That's an awesome that stunt. Means I can spend a fate point, thump it really hard, and it'll start working for a certain number of. For, I think for a number of turns equal to the shifts that I get on an engineering roll against mediocre. <laughs> After which it completely stops working, and I can try to fix it again, but it. And even with a, another thump, but it is harder to fix after that since I did you know, ba- basically bash it to to make it work. So. Yeah, okay. yeah the difficulty that... goes up by one step each each time, or two yeah. steps, or something like that. What's funny is I, I was thinking medical. I I. <laughs> you, you know, like uh, one of us keels over, you go over and and pounds on the chest real hard, and we come back. <laughs> Give you an idea how much Warcraft uh, I was playing for a while there. I, I was picturing a Tauren doing a war stomp. <laughs> and having, you know, whoever it is that was around them that was down come back to life. Stump of restoration. Wow. But this version is the bang on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, I have a... A microwave, I have to, to like, do that, too, every once in a while. <laughs> okay. Now, I have a couple of questions, Mark, as one who has done this with, uh, with us last time. and How did you keep track of everybody's aspects? And whatnot? Did you have it written down on a, uh, on a piece of, separate piece of paper? Or? I basically printed out the, the things everybody sent me, and I had them, them, I had them sitting out where I could see all of them. I was afraid you were going to see that. Yeah, and I wanted to change two of those as it is, so that already throws a curveball at you. 
Yeah. Well, you, you know, Adam, you know how earlier you were talking about how um, it seemed like the, the major job of player characters was to mess up whatever the Dungeon Master or Game Master had planned? Yeah, we're, we're being pretty successful so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an, old, an old Game Master trick is also to just listen to the um, players speculate on what's going on and then uh, steal can it. just steal it if it sounds better than what he had planned. That's right. You guessed it. God, you guys are sharp. <laughs> Your guys are bright. <laughs> Funny how that works. Oh, I love doing well, that. <laughs> <laughs> We're letting out all our secrets if one of, any of my old players are ever listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell them that wasn't you. <laughs> it was a hallucination. It was all an illusion. Yeah. Most of my old players pretty much know mine, so... <laughs> Well, okay. we, we just heard Mark's aspects, uh, I think. Yes. Did we hear all of them? I don't know. Yep. Um, did you want to review uh, uh, Andros's and mine? Uh, yeah. Just for the heck of it, just so I have it in my in my head. <laughs> aspects. Very dangerous. You <laughs> go first. <laughs> we'll go first. <laughs> did you want to go first, or did you want to talk about the ones you wanted to change? Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, you go ahead and list yours. Okay. Um, my aspects were uh, very British. Uh, learn shooting from the best. Uh, ghost in the night. Notorious. Man in the crowd. Direct approach. Where angel... Said, uh, underestimating the undead... <laughs> I mean, they're dead. How dangerous can they be, right? <laughs> uh, connected to the spirit world and disfigured by electricity. Oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, that's right. That, that's actually come up a couple of times in the last game. <laughs> yeah. Seeing as how we were battling the guy who, who tortured me. Gosh. Anyway, did you have any question about any of those? No, it's it's pretty it's pretty self-explanatory for the most part. Okie doke. Now, this adventure takes place at least a few years after uh, the one that we had last time, so do you want to keep things the same, or do you want to shuffle anything around? I'll have to think about if he's a little more uh, comfortable with his connection to the spirit world, or if he just thinks it's some ghost lion messing with him. Okay. Okay, Anna? Uh, yeah, I had, uh, for Aspects, I had, uh, Short Fuse for BS, The World is Happening and I'm Missing It, Can't Resist a Well-Made Shiny Toy, Hates Bad Workmanship, Mr. Fix-It, um, which I think is also named something else. Is, is that named a stunt or a skill or something? A stunt, I think, right? A uh, stunt also, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. it just happens to share the name with that. Uh, <clears throat> don't Call Me Yokel. <laughs> Untimely Curiosity, Outdoor Orienteering, The Right Clothes for the Right Job, and Cannot Tell a Joke. I wanted to repl- uh, to drop two of, the, two of the aspects. I wanted to drop Untimely Curiosity and Outdoor Orienteering and replace them with Kitchen Drawers. <laughs> um... 
the the, the famous and nearly universal drawer in the house, usually the kitchen, is the kitchen drawer that fills up with the most unexpected and useful stuff like tools, thread, candles, strings, batteries. <laughs> Hank, Hank's pants pockets serve much the same purpose, and hence he is known to wear kitchen drawers. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> shades oh. of Tom Baker. <laughs> and yes. And the other one is. Uh, and an uh, excellent pun. A, a, yeah. <laughs> the other one is a derivative of uh, World of Warcraft, although mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with it really. I I couldn't come up with a different name for it. <laughs> Distracting shot. Mm-hmm. Now this is something that actually I threw uh, I threw at uh, at Mark. Before we even started playing, only I I was trying to get him to shoehorn it into the skills list because I didn't really uh, and I still don't fully understand uh, all the aspects of what goes under skills. But uh, rather than rather than trying to jam it in there, I want to try and bring it back as an aspect. Distracting shot is Hank has an odd habit, and I think I've made use of it in a couple of uh, a couple of the sessions. He has an odd habit of shouting a vile insult at his enemy. But the problem is most of the time they make no sense whatsoever. (laughs) And the split second that the foe takes to register just what was said should mean an attack advantage. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, you were kind of doing that in the other game, weren't you? Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't. I was just doing it anyway, rather than <laughs> doing it right. as a character trait. And I wanted to try and make use of it, possibly as an aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think you can find a negative use for either of these? As in something that would work against the character? Right. So you, because so you can get fate points out of it. Well, for kitchen drawers, I could uh, expect to pull something out that I make that I need in the dark, <laughs> or um, and and find that uh, instead of uh, instead of the wire clippers that I wanted to grab to defuse the bomb, I pull out birthday candles <laughs> because I w- went into the wrong pocket. Um, for distracting shot, it could just simply uh, it could just simply be uh, there's just too damn much noise going on for anybody to hear anything that I have to say. So distraction isn't an issue. And the time that I take to shout the insult at the foe in a situation like that would be uh, to their advantage because then I haven't jumped at the chance to attack them. Hmm. Well, I just totally okay. pulled that out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> sounded good though yeah yeah no that that could be good i mean sometimes just talking to people even if they are saying can be distracting mm. when they expect something else anyway okay well i think uh i think we're ready to ready to start mm. can i go i'll go ahead and put those in my list and take those other two out yeah go ahead oh cool thank you you're welcome all righty Okay, so it is December 23rd, and you guys are together doing some last-minute Christmas shopping. I'll drive. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. That'll beat the crowds. (laughs) Uh, So where are we? You are in a shopping center, shopping mall. I'm in in city. (laughs) Oh, oh, Washington, D.C., 
because that's where the the Century Club main headquarters is. So cool. Okay, and this is some some time after that, but are we still before World War II? Yes. Okay. So you are in the in the mall area. Where are you guys? You tell me. I'm looking in at the window of FAO Schwartz at the train running around up, up near the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. They probably they had a, a nice shopping district downtown, huh? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it is, of course, very crowded, like you know you would expect on the day before Christmas Eve. Are you guys all together? Hmm. I don't, I don't see why not. I, I unless somebody mm, wants to be someplace well. else. Okay. I I got an armload of packages. <laughs> and I've been shopping for quite a while, and I see my 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 buddy uh, Reggie mm-hmm. come up, and he's got an armload of packages, and I see that gorgeous car, that gorgeous fast well, work of mechanical art pull up, and uh, here we are in front of F.A.O. Schwartz Toy Store, and. Uh, and I can't find a little orphan Andy shake-up mug to save my life. <laughs> I kept hollering at the clerk, and he kept saying, you can only get it on the radio. <laughs> so are you guys outside? I mean, when you say you're in front of FAO, so you're outside? Probably outside on the sidewalk, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Do you, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Think, I'm... I'm Oh. I'm very nervous. I apologize. I'm having... No problem. I was thinking that we were out by the toy store there. Um, perhaps I was uh, giving Hank some ideas about um, picking up some extra toys and dropping them off at an orphanage. I know, big t- tough guys dropping off toys at an orphanage, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and that would look absolutely perfect as a two-page spread on issue 36 in four-color print <laughs> with the talk bubbles about how noble we are. <laughs> Meanwhile, stands over at the side, looking at that, at the little, at the like model railroad thing, talking about just how impractical that particular setup would actually be. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the first place, it don't go nowhere; it just goes around in a circle. So I can see what you're talking about, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody, make alertness checks, please. Ooh. Alertness. Okay. Mine came out to three. Three minus one is two. Minus five. Oh, wow. I am. Minus five. Minus five? Oh, I have have five. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) I I came out at uh, six. Okay. And I'm using these dice for the and rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Excellent. And I evened out you, with a uh, with with a three total. So. Okay. Overall, the noise it's difficult to be sure, but you because you are, I mean, the fact that you hear it at all is due to your magnificent rolling there. Uh, you hear <laughs> <laughs> you hear a slight uh, you hear a roaring faintly in the distance that's rapidly getting closer. It's kind of like a. It almost sounds like uh, I'll use a modern day analogy because I can't think of a time appropriate one, but it almost sounds like F-18s. You know the way they kind of go that as they kind of as they do their flyby. Sounds like incoming artillery. Yeah, boys. Unless that's the sound of reindeers farting, we got trouble. That okay, or someone well, stole my car. <laughs> 
Um, I'll, I'll gently push Hank back in the doorway where we have some uh, cover. Okay. I look up in the air while he's doing that. Okay. You see a pe- couple people ru- rush by, and they're screaming. And you hear a crash. There's glass flying everywhere. And you see first one, then two, and it gradually it becomes six large furry shapes flying on what look to be rocket packs. Furry shapes. And they are... Yes. They're... You can tell they're, I mean, they're moving quickly, but you can see they're covered with fur. Are, are they animals? Yes, and they are. Because okay. I'm a hunter. I kind of know animals. <laughs> it, they look very, they look simian, but they're not quite like anything you've seen before. Okay. And they are causing all kinds of havoc. They One upends a shelf full of, Toys and they're scattering them all over the all over the floor and. <clears throat> Wait, they're there's, they're inside the toy store toy store now. Or they're inside the yes. Oh, is that they crashed? The, that's where the thing crashed. Oh, okay. I thought it crashed yeah. outside. What, yeah, I should have. I'm, no worries. What uh, what size are these things? Are they uh, human size or smaller? Uh, they're much bigger. Ooh. <laughs> Stan, you got a sock full of manure that you can hit me with? Because I don't think I'm seeing what I'm seeing. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, and I think you are, because I think I'm seeing them too. Okay. Well, I guess the first thing to do is drop the packages in the car, and then, um, gosh, this is not the place for my rifle. <laughs> Well, that's blatant destruction of private property, and I aim to put a stop to it. Do we need to... Okay. I forgot. How do you determine initiative again? It's... Uh, Alertness. Oh. Does that other oh. roll count, or should we roll again? Uh, no, go ahead and roll again. Please. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that's a good one. I got a six total on that one. Minus, minus... Okay. I got a three. (laughs) And I have a five. Oh, excuse me, a four. Um, Let me see. I I know this is like heroic pulp and all that sort of thing, but um, are are there kind of laws in Washington, D.C. about running around shooting guns? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Not to my knowledge, so we'll see, because it also frees you up. Yeah. No. Well, I, I, I just wanted to know. I wasn't. I was probably going to ignore it if it was a law anyway. <laughs> I think in 1930, even the family dog could carry a gun. <laughs> okay. How late was it that? How late was it that you could essentially order Tommy guns out of the Sears Roebuck catalog? Oh, that went. Uh, that went at least until 36, 37, maybe later. I only know because I used to look through the Sears Roebuck period catalogs in the prop department. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could you, I'm sorry, could you give me those alertness totals again? I got a three. A four. And, and Stan's got a six. Okay. Uh, Mr. Bugle, what are you doing for this, ex- for this exchange? I am looking around to see where I can get my hands on some lawn darts. <laughs> okay, I'm. Okay. I put my packages in the car. I'm taking out my gun. 
Okay. The creatures aren't really doing anything directly to you. They're basically flying around and reaping, wreaking as much havoc as they can. Unfortunately, there are people getting caught in the, uh, in the melee who uh, are not faring so well. No. Um, okay. What Stan is doing is the uh, universal gadget, the uh, two improvements on that. It's going to be a grappling hook launcher... And the other Im- improvement is going to be the uh, upgrade. Essentially, the, the cable is steel, which gives it a plus two to its might, its uses as far as whether it, it, it breaks or the ability to hold something in place or, or whatever else. Sound good? Okay. And uh, do I have a chance to attack here? Uh, yes. Let me see if I can snag one of, of these rocket packs with the... Uh, the like grappling hook here. Be guns. Okay, and your guns is two. Okay. All right, my roll puts me at a one. But I figure perhaps I learned a little bit about shooting from my crazy Irish uncle <laughs> before he went over to Dublin for a, a re-roll. <laughs> okay. Well, that comes out to even. That's two. Okay. How am I doing? <laughs> you succeeded, so you tell me what happens. Well, basically what I'm wanting to, to try to do is snag one of these jet packs, basically end up bringing this thing to the, the ground one way or an, another, uh, whether it's by stacking it on something else and having it kind of flip into the the ground, or just holding it in place while we can while we all pull it down and, and <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, get it was at this funny. thing and yeah, get at this thing and I can get a hold of that rocket pack and things like that. Right, but were you aiming for the pack itself or were you aiming for yes. for the okay for the the the, the like pack itself. Okay, let me know if this sounds out of whack from what you're what you were going for. The hook part snags onto part of the pack, and now he is in mid-flight, so it does throw off <laughs> his course. And uh, with a roar, he comes sprawling down and crashes to the ground. He's not out, but he is down. Exactly what I was going for. So, good. okay. Okay, so we have a new. Uh, oh no, we don't. What am I? Sorry, um, for Mr. Forthright, what are you doing this round? The, okay, I'm uh, looking for a clear shot. Can I take one? Sure. Okay, and these things count as animals, I hope. Yes. I have an extra plus one to hit for animals. Okay. And it's a good thing too. I need it. Uh, let's see. So, that gives me a six. Okay. Your shot hits him, and he goes he goes down as well in a nice, fiery display. Unfortunately, that also means that... The <laughs> oh, dear. It also means that, 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 yes, his jet pack, or rocket pack, caught uh, some of the surrounding store on... 
And so now there is a fire. Ah. Uh, which is not causing the people around to become any less frantic. Uh, uh, how, how many of these things were there, by the way? There were six. There are now two on the... There are two on the ground. Okay. One is, you know, out for Burning. the count. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the smell of barbecued dog hair is in the air, which is just lovely. <laughs> That was done for the movie reference, by the way. They're not dogs. <coughs> no, I, I, I caught it. <laughs> he gave it away. He said they were dogs. No. Okay. And we're going to start a new round, because I just realized I screwed up the order in that one, so... I don't think you did, actually. No, because you were supposed to be first. No, I got a okay. three. I got to yeah. unless we start with I thought it was is it highest number first and then Oh god, what down? am I thinking? What am I Okay. Yeah. No, 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 you're right. I'm okay. No worries. <sighs> um I'm, I want to get better at this guys, I promise. I'm just <laughs> relax. It's still cool. Okay. Uh I, I yeah, we got uh, furry things with the uh, jetpacks in a toy store and we're all superheroes. <laughs> What can go wrong? <laughs> uh, oh, well, could be worse. The store could catch on fire, right? <laughs> Don't! Don't! Um, no! I want to ditch the idea of the lawn darts. I'm not looking for lawn darts anymore. I grabbed the nearest, and it's 1930, and this is a toy store, and there damn well has to be a pogo stick. <laughs> within reach. I'm going for the pogo stick, and I'm going to bounce myself up to grab onto one of these suckers. Okay, just because that is so damn cool, I'm giving you a fate point on principle alone. Because <laughs> they're up there, and I can't get at them uh, with a, any convenient route except for the toy method. So there we go. Um, I want to grab, uh, yeah, and grab onto one of them with a with a pogo stick. I don't know whether. I, ideally, once Wait, I grab you... on, I punch it in the face. But I think just getting up there and latching onto one of the suckers is an action in itself. Wait, so you're like, wait, so you're, you're trying to jump up with the pogo stick and, like, grab a handful of fur as it passes by or something, or yeah. am I... Hopefully enough that I can hold on with one hand and swing at him with the other, but that would be the next round, I think. What's your athletics? Unfortunately, my athletics is still down at three. Uh-huh. But, okay. Uh, I'll give it a roll anyway. Yeah, I'm going to give it a minus one because you're moving and doing that at the same time. Because you went for the pogo stick and everything, so. Let's see. Uh, neutral. Neutral. Minus. Neutral. So that ended up being a two. <sighs> okay, I'm not going to use these dice anymore. I'm going to grab a new handful. Yeah, I ended up with a two. Okay. You lunge for one of the creatures, but you missed. <laughs> He's, uh... <laughs> Didn't miss by much though. You got like a couple, couple hairs in between your fingers. I very nearly had a kangaroo de gras. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just try boinging back up in the next round unless something changes. Okay. And now, of course, they are, <laughs> they are noticing you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. One of them is taking. Is taking a dive toward Hank. Uh oh. Okay, and he is. 
are you are you going to dodge? I can certainly roll for uh, <laughs> for getting out of the way. <laughs> I ended up with a one. Looks like I'm going to get my ass kicked in this session again. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I, I prop my pogo stick probably landed in the fire too. Am I in flames again? <laughs> 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 just kidding. <clears throat> so the, yeah, as far I, as you know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> no, I ended up being a one. I can't blame the dice anymore. It's me. <laughs> well, that's okay because that was actually good enough. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, does the fires look like it's uh, going to be a problem, or does it look fairly contained? I guess... Well, let me put question. it this way. This is 1930, and a lot of the toys, if I'm not oh, mistaken, good. were made of wood, so... Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so there's, there's very likely a... Fire extinguisher right, ne right next to the front door. So I'm going to go ahead and grab that and um, work on making sure the fire doesn't get any worse. Okay. And I'm not going to roll for that because there's really nothing to roll for there. Um, yeah. You could let me know next round whether it's I, I'm, I'm making a lot of progress or not. <laughs> okay. I really hate setting civilians on fire. Yeah. They, they don't like that too much generally. No. <laughs> Okay. Stan, you're up. Okay. I'm basically going to be trooping towards the one that I grounded. Uh, haul it up and punch it. I'm at a four. His eyes roll back in his head and he's limp. You <laughs> cocked him out in one blow, sir. <laughs> now, the other ones, they are progressing through the the toy department, as I said, there isn't going to be much left of it by the time. You see them making their way toward the Santa Claus, who is standing there quite uh, beside himself. He's ducking for cover. Hmm. And uh, we are in a new round. Hank, what? Are, what? you're up. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and try for another athletics roll to see if I can grab hold of one of these suckers using the, fo the pogo stick. Athletic, I got a three. My base athletics. Okay. Um, that's not enough to do any harm to him, so if you want to use a, uh, if you want to try to up that. Let me, yeah, let me go ahead and spend a chip. And, now, when I use an aspect, I get two extra I remember being uh, confused about this the last time. I was thinking I was only get, adding one. You either get two extra or you get to re-roll. Um, I think I just uh, with, with with three. I think if I just uh, if I just add two to that, I should probably be better than um, their defense. I'm going to go ahead and uh, make use of short fuse for BS because. Uh, a bunch of hyperactive, <laughs> a bunch of hyperactive rocket chimps messing up a toy store in Washington D.C. is bullshit, and I'm not standing <laughs> for it. So uh, these these little these little birdie monkeys uh, aren't going to be um, carrying on their their shenanigans for much longer. So that turns the three into a five. 
All right. You plow into him, and... Uh, How much weight can this jetpack hold, you big monkey? <laughs> I'm going to teach you English first, and then I'm going to cuss you out. <laughs> He's trying to uh, keep control here. And, and he actually does a fairly decent job for one with fur, you know, keeping upright, even though you are, uh, now, are you hang? Are, I'm a little unclear. Are you, did you just use the pogo stick to, yeah, pogo stick to hit him? Basically was or, to get high enough to, to get high enough to grab onto him. And so you're means, physically, you're like holding onto his arm or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So you're bas you're being dragged through the. Yeah, essentially, if his jetpack can hold up him and me, then I guess I'm along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> but the pogo stick is uh, has dropped below me, and I'm uh, I've got a grip on this sucker. Whether it's his ankle or his arm, I prefer it to be his arm. But uh, yeah, well, that's so I don't what the think dice I had. Decide. I think it was enough just getting a hold of him. I don't know that I could uh, swing a punch at him in, as uh, as another action. Uh, you didn't get his arm; you got his ankle, but you are holding on. And very picturesque, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> Cinematic, even. I have a great image in my head. <laughs> okay. How are we doing on the fire? Does it look like it's going to be contained? You've contained it. It's going out. Okay, good. Well, I'm going to try to shoot down another one of these guys, and I'm going to try to miss the jetpack. I'm going to use a fate point for a reroll. <laughs> Okay. I rolled a um, a two. <laughs> okay, that comes out as a six. Ooh. Okay. You uh, <laughs> you not only hit him, but with a dis with a rather sickening display of gore, his whole head explodes. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <sighs> Home for the holidays. <laughs> and of course with, with him not able and, yeah. and all the kids are looking up going cool yeah I know and with not, with him with no one controlling the rocket pack he sails <laughs> into a display and well now we got another fire but now that's we okay. fire <laughs> and a woman and her child go running out her her dress has got some Residual flame, so she's of course rubbing at it, trying to. Oh God. Okay. Um, are there are there any guys around who look look fairly competent, like um, like they were ex-military or something? Not really. I mean, there there's some security, but they're you know it's not every day you have peop things flying around with rocket packs, so they're they're not really they're kind of stupefied. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if I need a full round action to um, make sure the the lady's extinguished. Or I need to wait till next round for that. No, go ahead. I'll let you do that. Okay. For the... Okay, I can do that as a partial action this round, and then we'll see where we're at next round. Okay. Good. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, you know what the heck with it. I'm just going to ask you guys because I don't know, and I'm. It's making me stiff, trying to come up with some of this stuff on the fly when I don't know what it looks like. So I'm just going to say forget it and ask. You know, and we can collaborate on this together because one of my problems I'm having is that I've, you know. I'm going by what I'm quasi-familiar with. In a situation where there's a, uh, you know, Santa Claus with the kids, what kind of a... He's got to be behind something, I would assume. Like a... 
Do they usually do that in a... Uh... Well, a lot of it has to do with uh, how much money the store is willing to spend. <laughs> it really. Uh, on a, in, in some cases, okay. especially in, in uh, when they were first starting to do the Santa thing, um, they would actually have a room done up uh, where, where uh, the kids would go into a... Um, a special Santa's workshop room. In some cases, it's the, the cheap method is just to have him sitting in a chair and the area that he's in roped off by uh, stanchions and the velvety um, movie rope type thing. Okay. Um, and in other situations, it's, it's outrageously elaborate, like Christmas Story, where he's at the top of this mountain thing and the kids okay. are on the slide. I don't remember <laughs> ever being anywhere for real, but yeah. <laughs> They they probably have a dais and like a big chair. Yeah, the, the okay. yeah the common uh, the common factor there is there's a Santa throne of some kind that he sits on and he's either attended by elves, or there's a uh, nobody there and they just have somebody controlling the line. Well, that's they, yeah there there was a guy controlling the line but now but he who knows what the hell happened to him and all this. Yeah. Um, so, two of them are throwing aside the stanchions and. Uh, one of them swoops down and grabs the store Santa in his arm. And it, it only takes one arm. These are like, they're about eight feet tall. Wow. How long is it going to take me to, to get into this one's jetpack? <laughs> you can do that as this, as your action for, the, for the, this cool round. Because the straps are a little bit bigger than what you, <laughs> you know, you've got to adjust them for the smaller for smaller shoulders and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So is that what you're doing for this? Uh, for this turn, yes. Turn? Okay. <laughs> okay. Next round. Hank, what you got? I think I'm going to be trying to climb this ape. <laughs> in, in an unusual twist, rather than an ape climbing something else like a building, it'll be me climbing the ape uh, to get to the back and let's see what I can do about switching off or controlling this jetpack. Actually, what I want to do is climb the ape and switch off the jetpack. Okay. Uh, make an athletics roll. I knew there was one other thing I should have changed before we got started. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. All right. Welcome to my world, man. Last adventure, all, all I kept thinking was, here, I'm doing all this stuff, and my athletics sucks ass. <laughs> Let me see. Ooh, positive, positive, positive. Neutral. Cool. Three, six. Athletics. Is nice. Six. Yes, I got a six. Okay, you... Nothing to do with the dice. It was all me. That's right. <laughs> okay, you make, you make your way up onto his, onto his uh, shoulder, and you see the, uh, the jet pack, and it does have a, uh, you know, the off switch at the top. Welcome to Physics 101, you big monkey. Lesson one, <laughs> gravity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We will wait for the resounding spectacle for next round because, uh, Andros, what are you, what is... What am I doing? Let's see. The one who grabbed the Santa, uh, what is he doing? Well, he hasn't acted yet this round. Okay. So he's, he's so just he... grabbed onto him. Okay, so they're, like, still on the ground? Or close to it? Well, he, and I should have specified, he, he, when I, he swooped down and grabbed him, so he's still in the air, he just has, 
he just has Santa in the air now. It was like a, you know, he just dove, kind of like a hawk would do, where they, where they, you know, dive down and catch it in the claws and then go back up. Okay, but um, has he has he built up much speed yet? Is, I guess is what I'm getting at. Uh, he is going pretty pretty fast. He is going pretty fast. <sighs> okay, um, aiming for the uh, arm. That he's grabs the Santa in. Okay. And, um, hmm. Maybe even waiting on it until he's, like, uh, fairly close to me. Maybe I can try for a grab or a catch. Oh, that's going to hurt. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's an eight. Okay, you nailed him. Okay, and um, what I'm going to try to do is, I, if they're going fairly quick, I want to try to break the Santa's fall so he doesn't get hurt. Okay, that'll take an af- athletics. Okay. Um, so if, if this counts as... Um, I need a clarification from Mark. Is is um, <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure how many actions you can actually take during a round. Um, it's generally, generally one, and then if you want to add movement onto that or something that doesn't necessarily require an actual roll, they, you can use that as a right. This is as a supplemental like, for a for a penalty. Right. I'm intending this is kind of part of a complex maneuver, so I'm wondering if I should uh, spend a fate point for it. Uh, what do you have in mind? Oh, basically, you know, kind of the the shoot and um, either catching or breaking the fall of the Santa as he <laughs> dropped from on high. Oh, okay. I thought you meant something in addition to that. Um, did you already make the athletics roll for for going moving over to break the fall? Sure. Um, that comes out as a two. <laughs> yeah, you mean when he's the fate point? <laughs> Yeah, um, we'll we'll use the fate point and um, use um, where angels fear to tread. Uh, hmm. So I know Santas are large guys. <laughs> oh, jeez! Crushed by Chris Kringle. <sighs> hey, you know, there's kids watching. I didn't like the alternative. <laughs> He either, he either goes splat or he goes sailing into one of the fires, right? <laughs> okay, you, you uh, I'll take the, I'll allow the aspect. Um, okay. Okay, you break his fall. You both okay. come, you both hit the ground. Right. You see that in being grabbed by the creature, he wasn't, the creature wasn't too careful. Mm-hmm. And there's a pretty, pretty grievous stomach wound from the claws. Mm. He, he's not... He's not looking so hot. Okay. Um, I guess I'll... I'll uh, my military training will kick in, and I'll shout for a medic. <laughs> and that's the end of my turn. Okay. Stan, what are you doing? All right. I am going to... Well, this thing that had grabbed Santa but no longer has him there, I guess if I can catch up with him, I'm going to try to run him into one of the walls. Assuming that I've got the jetpack working and all that. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, go ahead and make a uh, make an engineering roll real quick, just so we. All right. Uh, that comes out to a six. Okay. Yeah, you. It's a pretty basic design. In your adventures, you you've seen and hell, you've built things like this. So working it is no problem whatsoever. Cool. Uh, and you're trying to basically catch the guy that, that had caught Santa and push him, <clears throat> basically ram him into one of the walls. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an ath. Yeah, these use athletics. Um, Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody put athletics where they wanted it. I didn't even think about it until it got mentioned earlier in the session, so... <laughs> yeah. But we'll see what happens. Okay, and I, even since I'm at... I'm currently at zero. Well, actually, hang on, hang on. Before you make that... What is your uh, might? Or do you have might on your Might thing? is at... Is at uh, is, it, is, it, is it at average. One. And your athletics is... I'm sorry, fair, you said? It's, it, my athletics is mediocre. Mediocre. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, you're gonna. It'll basically cancel each other. I was gonna say it was a minus one because you were moving to catch up with him, but the fact that your might is also complementing it, it cancels it out. So never mind. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna spend a fate point if I can bring in mechanical pro- prodigy in order to get out of the mechanisms what I'm not quite able to add with me for the plus two. Okay. Um, All right. Spend that fate point. That puts me at two. Okay. How am I doing? You are doing... You're doing fine. Okay. You've taken him out, so go ahead and you get to decide what happens to him. All right. The... um run into the wall, knocks him out, causing him to fall to the the like floor. And as it happens the let's see would would turn it would have having the jetpack turn off also fall into into this taken out or is that or is that out, outside of the immediate scope of it? Um no the jetpack is gonna be unless you thought to shut it off before during all this, it's gonna be still on. Still going? Yeah. All right. He he is definitely knocked out, concussed into this th- th- this wall, though. So. Okay. There are, I believe, two left in the air. One of them is going for you, and the other one is going for. Uh, actually. All right. Okay. He got a three. Against who? Oh, sorry. Um, that would be against you. All right. I've got a one so far. Uh, can I use my obsession with space-time to kind of figure where he's going to be headed to and try not to be there with a, uh, a fate point to get me to the, uh, the uh, three? Oh, that's a stretch. <laughs> but since you've been right. so patient with me, I'm going to... I'll let, I'll let you do it. All right. Okay. So you just... But in doing so, I'm going to say you just barely got out of the way. 
Okay. He he scrapes some skin off of you. Um. All right. And the other guy is the other one is going for uh, leadership. Mm-hmm. I'm defending with what athletics? Yes. Okay, I've got a two. <laughs> okay, he did hit you. Uh-huh. Um, so take mark off the one stress box. Okay. And uh, yeah, you feel a furry fist connect with your jaw. Mm. He means to engage in fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he knows Queensbury rules. <laughs> okay, and we are in a new round, and uh, I'm going to ask if we can take a quick uh, nature break. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Cool. So I'll be back. I keep trying to think of movie references <laughs> and stuff, and and. and and it's all like, look, damn, if it's 1930, we're just before a whole bunch of stuff that came out that I can't refer to. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't remember. Does anybody remember when Wizard of Oz was filmed? It had, it was way after 1930, I think. Yes. Well, it was 1942 or something like that. Maybe later. I know, because there was, I, there was I a color. Well, let me see if my connection is... Agreeing with me so far. Hold on. I keep picturing the flying monkeys from the the witch's uh, (laughs) castles. (laughs) 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 Yeah, flying monkeys on steroids. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, obviously, the classic King Kong. I think King Kong was was 1932. He would have had it so much easier if he had a jetpack. Yeah, he wouldn't have to worry about climbing the Empire State Building. And my connection's not working well enough to let me get to Wikipedia. Oh, well. Yeah, I Mm. wouldn't worry much about it. (laughs) 1930. What year are we actually in here? I thought, I mean, he made brief mention of something like 1930, but I don't know that we actually nailed it down, really. I know he he, he said it it was several years after the the stuff that I ran. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think he ever really specified a, a... particular year okay we were just wondering we were just talking about what year it might actually be uh i don't know whether it's actually important or not i'm just uh i was just talking about movie movie references that i couldn't make because the films hadn't been made yet (laughs) (laughs) oh i hadn't you know in all honesty i hadn't really given it that much thought because it wasn't um yeah if it's it's not germane to the story i'm not worried about it either yeah Good God, Mark, I just want to say my admiration for you has gone up about 600% because... <laughs> Holy Christ. Between visual, trying to make it visually stimulating, trying to remember all the rules, and then having it not exactly be your normal system with the fudge thing, mm-hmm. so it's not like you got numbers. My God. <laughs> I, wow. I'm just going... Ah. Flying by the seat of your jetpack. Oh, yeah, and I'm thinking, man, I, I really, I'm, I appreciate you guys, I, I, would, I appreciate the, the fact that you're, you're putting up with my, my less think, than descriptive, uh, 
I'm, I'm, I'm just, wow, kind of, it's a little overwhelming. So, like I said, man, kudos to you, my, my God. I think it's going kick-ass so it's, far. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive. Well, thank you. I, okay, so we have, let's see, we have two up in the air. We have uh, helping the store Santa on the ground. We have Stan in the air in the, in the jet pack. And we have Hank plummeting, uh, to, plummeting to the floor. <laughs> well, that's right. Riding a gorilla to the floor. <laughs> you know, I've heard of having a monkey on your back, but uh, never have a monkey have any you on his back. <laughs> Somehow it's uh, very appropriate knowing Hank. Let's get on okay. with these monkey shines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's quit monkeying around. It does give whole know. monkeys a whole new meaning. I'm having as much fun as a whole barrel full of monkeys. <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'm going to let that go because I just... We could be here all and night. And I'll start going in for banana puns, and I just don't find that very appealing. So. <coughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, you know, you slip into puns, and it's hard to stop. I'm going to mute myself. Who's <laughs> <laughs> up? Uh, um, who is... Oh, uh, Hank is up. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming we can trust gravity. And yes. That, uh, and that we you. have... I, and that uh, we have met... Uh, the, we have met floor. Yeah, you hit the floor. I'm not going to... I'm not going to go for the falling damage. You were not that high up, and I don't really feel like looking it up in the book, so to heck with it. Plus, I landed, um, on, plus I landed on him. Plus, you landed on fur. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, if he's still conscious... Um, no, that's why you were falling, if I remember correctly. You know, he is not. Use nature against nature. All right, uh, then my act... <laughs> My action is to wrestle, uh, wrestle this big simian out of his uh, jetpack, and and um, monkey see, monkey do. Stan had the good idea to put the jetpack on, so I'm going to do likewise. Okay. Forthright, what are you doing? Let's see. Uh, do we have any medical help coming for Santa? Yes, there is a man comes up. I'm a doctor. Okay. Um, here, sir, please see to this poor unfortunate uh, fellow. And I will, um, I, I guess I'll try to get a quick uh, image of the situation. We have two apes still in the air. Um, yes. Does either of the fires need looking at? That might not be a bad idea. They're starting to kind of co-mingle into one big one. <laughs> okay. They pretty much trash this, trash this <laughs> yeah. toy store anyway. So yeah, They're not going to have a lot of Christmas profits, I would imagine. <laughs> so, Insurance payments, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a good thought. Um, <laughs> let's see. To increase the challenge of this encounter, have the gorillas fling poo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that falls under one of those it-could-be-worse moments. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, I will go and... Um, Santa's being looked at. I will endeavor to... Um, Make sure the fires are under control, and um, I guess if, if it looks like that the doctor and the Santa are going to be endangered, I'm going to 
try to take a shot at something to either hit them or scare them away, okay? Okay. So do you need a roll for anything? Um, no, not maybe later on if uh, depending on what happens, but not not for the not for the fire or anything. Okay, good. That's me then. Uh, I figure if nothing else occurs to stop, it'll take you the next two rounds to put out the fires. Okay. Yeah, I I I, I was just thinking about seeing if I can get extra help for this too, but I think I'd better handle it myself. Okay. So that's all I'm doing for now. Okay. And Stan, what are you doing? All right. We got two more flying monkeys, so I guess I'm going to see if I can hit him in the uh, face with the uh, grappling hook. Mm. It's handy. <laughs> now I'm trying to remember. And uh, <laughs> what? Oh, what an image! I'm sorry. I just uh, I just played through the physics of him actually grappling on, and it's. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pull the trigger and poof. <laughs> I've got a four for that. Okay. Uh, the grappling hook sails through the air on a trajectory and makes a resounding thunk as it buries itself into his into his eye. Oh. He Another roars. graphic image for the kitties. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah, I read too many action adventure novels. It's hard to tame down. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he is. Oh crap! I'm sorry. You know what? That was supposed to be your thing because you took him out. So uh, retcon. I up. Okay. Sorry about that, that Mark. That works. Go ahead. Let's change cool. you there. Um. Okay. So he is on his way to Ground Zero. And uh, we are moving on to the uh, other two, or the other one now, uh, who is trying to make a, uh, he's trying to reclaim uh, Santa. So he's, he flies down and knocks the, the, the doctor out of the way. Mm. The doctor goes sprawling and he grabs Santa and starts flying back. What is it? These guys and Santa? Huh. Okay. Hank, what are you doing? They're they're flying communist chimps. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would like to. Right, the one. So the one remaining, uh, the one remaining flying creature has grabbed Santa and headed up into the air. Whatever. I guess having the jetpack on, I would uh, like to launch myself at the creature that's got Santa and uh, land one on him. One good punch. Okay. Neutral. 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 Negative. I ended up with a four. Okay. You uh, plowed into him and... Uh... Eat knuckles, monkey man. Yeah, pretty much. You took him out, so you can tell me. I get a good just... hand. I get a good grab hold of the front of uh, Santa's big red fluffy tunic, and uh, the unconscious ape, I imagine, goes uh, in whatever direction he's going to go in, having an active jetpack, but being unconscious. <laughs> I uh, I gently lower uh, Santa back down to the floor in the area of the doctor and Reggie. Yeah, he sails out of control through the wall and then falls to the ground. And 
<laughs> in going through the wall, a piece of debris managed to turn the jet or to uh, well, the jet pack is no longer functional. Let's put it that way. Oh, <laughs> it's the one out of six jet packs that is known to deactivate harmlessly. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was about to say, you bound and determined to burn down this building around us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, in the, it's in not in too good shape as it is, but of which uh, speaking of uh, skylight. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but now that the actual fighting is over, I'm going to see if I can get around to turn off all of these running jetpacks that are in the room that aren't actively being used by one of us. Okay. Good call. Yeah, I'm not gonna. There's. Yeah, you you do that. You turn them off. I'd like to take a look at the whatever it is that crashed into this uh, toy store, whatever this craft or capsule or gizmo or whatever that landed. So I'm I'm going to go uh, take a walk over uh, there and check that out. Okay. You go over there and you uh, find that it doesn't look like, it looks like the front of the store was just, it. they didn't, it looked like the there was no craft. It was just them uh, breaking through their way into the into the store. Oh, they just cannonballed in as 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 they were. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the front end of the store is no is actually a lot worse off in terms of construction than the other uh, part of the store. And well, in that case, I so that's well. Hang on. That's what you're doing. What are you, Andros? What are you doing? Uh, let's see. Um, have, have uh, we got the fires under control, or is that going to take some more time? You'll have them under control pretty soon. There's other people who are, they've kind of got their wits back, and they're they are helping you out and, and uh, looking for other extinguishers. And we got to get this. What the hell was that? What those things? You know, all that, things like that. Okay, good. Um, as soon as I want to look at the um, apes or their, their equipment and see if there's any identifying marks on them. Okay, um, do you have investigation? Yes, you do, because I remember you mentioning it. I don't remember what the rank is. I have it. It's uh, investigation is an average. Oh, okay. So I don't have much investigation, and I think this one totally evades me. <laughs> Seeing as how I rolled a minus one total. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I guess that's a zero, rather. <laughs> you managed to find, among all the debris... You don't see any identifying marks on them, mm-hmm. but one of them appeared to have dropped a crude drawing of a uh, crystal snowflake. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll pick that up and save that to show to someone who um, is better at investigation than I am. And let's see. For the rest of my round, we'll just make sure... Everything else is going. Fires are being put out. Uh, the injured are being yep. seen too. That sort of thing. Yep. And uh, yeah, we're no longer in rounds, so uh, <coughs> I'm just I was just keeping the order going just for the sake of keeping track of everybody. Sure. Um, let's see. So, Stan, you're trying to you're trying to figure out the rockets. Um, I'm I'm, I'm not figuring well, out the rockets. I'm sorry. My main thing right away was making sure that, that all of the rocket packs that were still in the room are all shut down. Yeah, oh, that's right. Once yes, they that, are. Yeah. Uh, once I've got that done, I will head over to see if I can help out with the doctor looking over Santa uh, uh, using my science skill. 
Okay. When you get there, the doctor is looking very grave. I'm sorry, I couldn't do anything. He he, the wound was pretty bad, and then I guess the stress of getting grabbed again—he just he lost too much blood. His eyes are kind of glazed over. You can tell he's not got much time left. And he says, "Who are you, people?" Stan Rocket, Century Club. You have to save Christmas. Going down my list of musical bumpers to throw in. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. This actually is Santa Claus. Oh, well, I could God. tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> yeah. It might be preferable. <laughs> well, let's see. I don't know if we if even the rocket car is that fast. <laughs> but tell you one thing, the rocket car might be fast enough to get Chris Kringle here to the nearest hospital. If I can haul up one of these knocked out uh, creatures here, we can bring one too. See if we can bring them around, find out what's going on. I don't know. What do you think? Doc, will he last that long? Uh, he, he might. I'm heading out getting the, uh, the uh, car. I figure things are probably matched up enough that I can pretty much drive it straight in. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's not, I can probably <laughs> drive it straight in. <laughs> it's armored. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll start rigging a stretcher. I'm going to haul up one of these uh, monkey guys that got uh, got his head smacked in, maybe the one that I landed on, and uh, start trussing him up, get him ready to take a ride, too, so we can figure out what he is and what he wanted, if we can bring him around again. Okay. I guess next step is Santa and Creature and all of us into the rocket car. How many of the creatures are still alive? Two. Well, I, yeah, I only punched out one, and I gave another one a... A concussion in, in the into the like wall, so there's at least two, I would think, depending yeah. depending on what kind of damage they took when they. Well, one was on the ground, the one that hit the wall. Who knows? But uh, yeah. Can I spend a fate point to say they're right over there, officers, to the policemen? That <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. <laughs> to do what now? Well, I mean, we're about we we're our intention is to save Santa by. Uh, using the rocket car to get him to the nearest hospital, like, lickety-split. Right. And, and in order to and bring a creature with us so that we can bring it around and interrogate it, find out what it is, what it wanted, that kind of thing. But in order to do that, we'd have to leave five of them there, some of whom might retur- uh, regain consciousness. Um, being able to do that, being able to carry out our plan means somebody in authority has to be around with uh, some firepower to take care of these suckers that we leave behind. Oh, right. So essentially... Okay. Uh, can we? Can I spend a fate point, or do I have to spend a fate point to assume that there are police officers now arriving on the scene to take matters in hand? Uh, for a fate point, they are. They're coming. I mean, they're right over there, officers. My God! Love to stay in uh, chapel. We got to save Christmas. Vroom vroom. Yeah. <laughs> If I can manage it, the, 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 the scene that I'm thinking like is coming in through the, the front with the car into the big Santa room area. Right. Bootlegger reversing 
there. They're basically skidding, drifting around, so, so that when I actually come to a stop, I'm pointed straight back out the way I came in, so we can just load everyone up and go. Oh, that's slick. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's cool. And as you're... Sure. So you, you all pile into the into the rocket car, and... Uh, I'm, I'm he, sitting on top of the trussed-up monkey man. <laughs> <laughs> You got a nice cushion for the uh, bumps and turbulence of the drive. Yeah, I just want to make sure he doesn't get car sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And, he was flying, uh, so he shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Who is in the in the seat with Santa? Is anyone in the same? How many seats does this thing have? Is there like room to let him lay down How on many a seats bench? Do we... <laughs> <laughs> Well, we need enough room for an injured man to lay flat and for an eight-foot monkey man. Oh, we can strap the eight-foot monkey man to the hood or something. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Just do it quickly. That'll get their attention at Washington General. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess drive to see how quickly I get there? Um, yes. I don't have the time chart. For me. Oh, let me see if I can find it here. I'm going to be spending a uh, fate point on the stance rocket car aspect to re-roll this awful, awful roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, dear. That's better. Okay, that's a six. Actually, technically seven because of the plus one skill with the car. Mm. Get into thing about shifts here. Found it, I think. Got it. Okay, what did you roll for the... Uh... With the plus one for the for the custom ride portion of the car, it would be a total of seven. Okay. Okay, it's going to take you just a few minutes to get there, so... Okay. But, it, and while you're... Is anyone in the seat with him? I don't know if we, we didn't establish... With the Santa? Uh, I... Or is he just... Figure we should... I figure we should drag the, like, doctor with us if we can. Okay. That would be good, yeah. And I'm I'm perfectly content to ride on top of the monkey man strapped to the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on tight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no problems, Nan. Okay, he uh, is mumbling something, and the doctor uh, kind of puts her ear to, to his mouth and just trying to understand more what he's saying. And uh, she says, "Either of you know what uh, the Eye of Saint Nicholas means?" Hmm. Are either of you two um, at all investigation? No, I don't have that. Um, I've got investigation down at five. Uh, uh, oh, or rather, okay. down at down at. Hey, you're on the hood of the car. Yeah, I can't. Hear it. I can't hear it anyway. Theoretically, but... uh, <laughs> theoretically, I I do have investigation at zero. Gotcha. Or even okay. mysteries at zero. If that works, but uh... okay. Um, when we when we stop, I'll I'll get with Hank and uh, see if he understands any of the two things I've I've discovered. <laughs> okay, I have Saint Nicholas. That's interesting. Uh, can I take a mysteries roll on that? Sure. Uh, that's going to elude me totally, and I don't think I want to spend a fate point right now. Okay. Because my normal <laughs> I, just realized, skills, I, I just realized 
realized I'm rolling dice, and all of a sudden I'm like, why the hell am I rolling dice? He's rolling, he's <laughs> rolling against the difficulty. Right. Oh, I don't know. It might be a random just, difficulty for all I know. I know. It just was funny. I just did it without even thinking about it. I was just like, oh, okay. Because I, I got enough to know it's important, but not to know why it's important. <laughs> and that's basically what you, you, you've heard something, but you're having trouble remembering where, you know, it, it's the name's tugging at you. It's like, I know I've heard that before somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so once we get to the hospital, I guess the, the, the doctor can take care of admitting his patient, and I can get with Hank? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I will give him the piece of paper with the odd snowflake picture on it. Okay. All right. And tell him what the Santa guy said about the uh, Eye of Santa. All right, I'll I'll, uh, I'll roll uh, for mysteries. I've got that under average. <laughs> Stays at average. Well, this is um, might have to take to the club. <laughs> mm. uh, me, I can uh, can I can I make some kind of an attempt to wake this uh, creature? Oh yeah. Like slap it around a little bit and and shove this paper up in front of his face and see if he can utter. Uh, utter speech yeah you he stirs and mumbles ook ook (laughs) (laughs) right well I've come closer to identifying you you bear a striking resemblance to my drill sergeant (laughs) but it ain't likely that you're the same fella so I'm just just about ready to give up on you I don't know what those things mean Reggie I Saint Nicholas and a snowflake. It's a real mystery. I'm going to assume that uh, we got that that Santa has been um, removed from the car and taken into the hospital to be dealt with. Yes. Uh, yes. And as he's being carted away, an orderly comes up, or intern, or whatever the hell, and <laughs> and uh, says, "Are any of you this man's kin or anything?" Um, Not strictly speaking. We just brought him from the. Uh from the toy store down the way. You see where the where those like flames are? Well there's probably oh, not, not not light flames now, but it's No but we we've been Where that smoke's coming from. <laughs> that was that was it stands straightforward style there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Here, yeah, I... here you, you, you can take care of this bomb for me, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We were wondering what was going on. We kept, we, Sal was at lunch. He came back and said, saw flames. And people were running out of there. Those should be mostly out. Uh, got into a scuffle with some of those things. As I point to the thing tied to the hood that uh, Hank's trying to, to uh, talk to. That looks so like none of monk? us are... Something like that, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, this guy, uh, he keeps... Uh, Wanting to see you, but I don't think we can uh, let you in for a little while. He's lost a lot of blood. Well, hell, you mm. just make sure he gets all patched up and comes out of this okay. Otherwise, you're going to end up on his naughty list. <laughs> Perhaps one of us could go in to talk to him for a moment. All right, but he's barely conscious as it is. Mm. It's like it's almost like all he can do to stay, uh, you know, just. I'm amazed he's lasted this long. If he gets a chance to talk, it might help him to rest easier. Um, 
Let's see. I'll, Which I'll, one of us? I'll stay, by the, I'll stay by the car and keep an eye on this creature thing. Make sure he, he doesn't pull any uh, funny business. Okay. Uh, you want me to go in and talk to Santa then? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, just show me where he is. All right. And he takes you through the hospital and into the uh, ice, you know, the intensive care mm -hmm. or the critical, you know, and you go into the room where he is and they've got him and uh, they're doing their thing. I don't know, 1920s. <laughs> they're doing what they need to do. Right. right. And, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, he, so. he beckons you over to him. His breathing is raspy. Okay, well, I'll crouch and, down next to him and, and, and um, grab his hand. And one of the doctors looks over. What? What is? What are you doing in here? Don't you know this is? And the orderly goes, No, no, this was. It's okay. Hmm. And just kind of. Okay. The doctor and, looks uh, annoyed, but he subsides. Yeah. Okay. Um, I basically tell him quickly. I'll I'll try to stay out of your way. I won't, and I won't be here long. Um, okay, and basically let him know that I'm here. Okay, and he. Uh, he says, uh, take my wallet. Okay, he still has it on him? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I take his wallet. And, uh, he says, go to my house. It's in the safe. In the safe? Nice. It's in the safe. Safe Christmas. Okay. And he... His eyes close. Okay. Uh, basically, before I go, I'll, I'll tell the doctor, um, I know you'll do your best you can for him. And, and uh, leave him to his work. Okay. So, okay. we'll get uh, see what Hank's up to. <laughs> I'm going to make the wild assumption that... Uh that uh, magnificent rocket car has a radio on board? Probably. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Because I was going to say, is it one of your improvements, but you got the universal... Um, where you get the... Well, it's just a... a like, I mean, just, I mean it, it's not the like full radio both ways, except I figured it's got a uh, a receiver, you know, for, yeah. like standard radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought you were talking... Well, I was thought, yeah, actually, what I was thought, I was thinking of a two-way radio, but it's uh, it's six to one. Uh, there's he's going to listen to Jack Benny while he's waiting for everybody to come back. Yeah. Well, maybe I can fix actually, it that so would be a that. A little bit later. Yeah, if, if, uh, if Stan name. can make it. Essentially, all I want to do is call the Century Club uh, in Washington and have him standing by with a cage and a zoologist, so we can dump this chimp thing off. I think we should go over there now. Yeah, why don't we do that? Why don't we uh, just head on over to the Century Club, and uh, maybe they can figure out what this thing is and where it came from, and then we can get on with the business of uh, figuring out that snowflake thing. Okay. And, and whatever, while we're else heading... Re whatever else Reggie came up with when uh, when uh, Santa Claus talked to him. Yeah, while we're heading over there, I will um, bring the other two up to speed on um, what, what the guy told me. And um, I guess I'll wait until... We get to the Century Club before looking at the wallet and seeing what it has. 
because he said to go to his house and it was in the safe and save Christmas. Hmm. Maybe it's that I St. Nicholas thing he but was they, talking about. Yeah, I wanted to wait till we got to the Century Club to, to look and see what's in the wall, just make sure I didn't lose anything. Okay, so <laughs> does anybody else want to do anything before we just cut to the Century Club? Uh, I think I'm okay. Okay. Uh, you get to the headquarters, and it, it's, you know, it's sparsely staffed, being as it's so close to the holiday, but there's definitely, you know, there are people doing their thing, and uh, you go into the debriefing room, mm-hmm. and uh man that you're quite familiar with, he's Edward Stone, is your... He's the head of op- of operations, and he says, uh, "You guys look pretty, pretty beat. What's been going on?" <laughs> Just point at the ape thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, they have they have a suitable holding cage for him. <laughs> yeah, let's get him in there. Yeah. And a couple of guys come up and they, you know, cart him off. You seen one of them things before? Uh, at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Although they're a little bigger than I remember, but... Uh, well, maybe we can get on the blower with some scientist that's got a really long, hard-to-pronounce name, and he can figure it out. <laughs> okay. Tell you uh, one thing, though. Hmm. Back when I was in the field, went to Tibet, and uh, I've never seen one, but it sure does remind me of the way those guides used to talk about the Yeti. <sighs> Yeti. Mm. Abominable snowman. It starts making sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> what kind of world we live in where Yetis are getting flying lessons? Well, maybe we'll get some insight from whatever's in the the like, wallet that Reggie brought with him. Yeah, Absolutely. Let's, let's take a look Let, at that. Let's uh, take everything out on the table and, and see what's in here. Okay, he has a uh, driver's license, odds and ends, and he has, uh, well, make an investigation roll. Okay, mine is have, nowhere even close, so. <laughs> I have a one. <laughs> I, have a, I have a minus two. Oh, jeez. Minus, minus three. <laughs> <laughs> His name well, is his name is J, 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 J is that a J? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's in Cyrillic. His license, I think. <laughs> I have a feeling his name and address is about all we can make out. <laughs> uh, yeah, you make out his address. His name is Jack Marley. Oh, oh cool! I guessed right. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, with your one, yeah. you managed. You still noticed a <laughs> because it was glare. It was in fluorescent writing that jumped out at you ten miles away. No, yeah. uh, he, <laughs> there's a scrap of paper that was carelessly, uh, you know, crumpled up. And uh, as it was, you know, as you were going through the stuff, you happened to. It's something about it caught your eye, you know, mm-hmm. who knows what. It was just one of those things where you're just like, what is that? And uh, it said, Santa Claus Lane, Midnight. 
And in case it isn't, this is a pulp history, so I'm making it up. There is a street you know of in the area called Santa Claus Lane. Okay. And, okay. Um, I This is just kind of a wild supposition. But I think what we need to do is to get whatever it is he has in his safe at his house and take it to Santa Claus Lane by midnight. My God, you're brilliant. That's a wild supposition. <laughs> so what do you guys think? I think I'm going to be late getting my shopping done this year. Mm. And I agree entirely with what you said. Let's go ahead and do that. Okay. I think I know a shortcut. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> it's your car. <laughs> you know, that would make a hell of an aspect. I think next time I make a saucy character, that's going to be an aspect of mine. I think I know a shortcut. I, think I, I know. I, I think know I know a shortcut. shortcut. <laughs> Sounds great for a driver. That's yeah. freaking brilliant. No, not even for a driver, but or a, yeah, but yeah, either a driver or a pilot. I mean, it's got so many applications. Sure. <laughs> Trying to disarm a bomb. I think I know a shortcut. Just as long as you're not a surgeon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're building this this like fail-safe system here, but don't worry, I know a shortcut. That's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my thought was, gosh, he has appendicitis, and he's trapped under a, a building, and all we can reach is his shoulder. <laughs> Thank God I know a shortcut. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, wow. So we're going to Jack Marley's house? Yes. All right. Or apartment or wherever he lives. Actually, Let's if it's see. got a safe, it's probably his house. Or not. I don't know. Uh, it's a house. Yeah. And you... Is there is there a key or anything that looks like a combination in here? <laughs> um, yeah. There's a, uh, there's a key. Okay. <sighs> but when you get there, you realize you won't need it because the door... Has been ripped off the hinges. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, a pattern emerges. Okay, well, let's go look and see if the safe is here. I think I'll just have my standard old, standard old pistol handy this time, not the whole grappling hook thing. Although I'll have it <laughs> at my side just in case. Okay. Okay. The uh, place has just been ransacked like crazy as there are drawers open... Garbage cans all over, you know, there's, it's just a, it's just a, quite a mess. I'm looking around to, to see if there's a picture or a statue or a representation anywhere of Santa Claus. No. Okay, that blows that theory. Um, are there any pictures still on the walls? No, but there are a lot of them on the floor. <laughs> hmm. Anything that looks like a wall safe? Yes. Yes. Is it still closed? Yes. Okay. So I guess the question is, is um, do either of you have the skill to open a safe or anything that we could use to open it with? I'm, I'm willing to take a roll to see if I can get the safe open. Okay. I've got... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what whether I'd... Uh, whether I'd roll it uh, alertness or engineering under this one. Or possibly burglary. <laughs> <laughs> haven't haven't got burglary. Yeah, burglary would be the... 
Oh, I actually have burglary at a plus one. So, we'll give, give it a try. It a try. <laughs> You're up. Those secret skills are coming in handy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to spend a uh, fate point for a reroll. <laughs> Since you know, I rolled a minus two on my roll, that's better. That gives me a two on burglary. Okay, you're going to need a fate point. Okay, let's see. What would be a good aspect? <laughs> I can I can think of one, but I don't want to influence you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, um, I think I'll invoke Notorious, because that has the closest association with my Special Forces service. Okay. All right. So that brings my roll up to a four. Okay, and you manage to get the safe open, and inside the safe there is absolutely nothing. Except... (laughs) (laughs) On On the wall, there is a series of levers with letters written on them. Like A, B, C, D? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, A, B, C, D, not like, Dear John, I am letter, letter number one. <laughs> and the next one is, Hello, Sarah, I am letter number two. Uh, no. That's interesting. Okay, so what skill is useful for puzzle solving, then? I would guess mysteries or investigation. Um, it would be investigation, I would, I would say. Okay. Well, let's give this another try, then. Oh, excellent. I, I, I rolled well for once today. Um, so that is a four. Okay, looking at the thing, you're able to tell that it that the levers are connected to tumblers, and as near as you can figure, if you enter the right sequence, the tumblers will open. And there's four of them. No, no, I, there are... I didn't say how many there were. There are, are oh. the alphabet. Oh, my. Yeah, it takes up most of the most of the wall of the safe. Oh gosh, what were those things called in Da Vinci Code? The you know, the puzzle cylinders? It's like that. I never claimed to not be a plot thief. No, I'm not complaining. I'm just getting a good <laughs> mental image in my mind. <laughs> Didn't think you were. I'm just I'm just saying. Sure. <laughs> what well, what happens if you spell out Z I O Saint Nicholas? Uh, nothing. I'm assuming you actually did that. <laughs> Well, I, we, we would check to see if there were enough characters for that first. Yeah, I mean, knowing that uh, you got the full alphabet to play with there, uh, that mm-hmm. at least gives you the options to try stuff. Hmm. Starting to wonder if it may not just be easier to take the whole the whole thing, the whole contraption apart. You want to try that? We don't know if it's trapped, but I guess that you'd be better able to determine that. That'd be kind of an engineering thing, don't you think? Probably. Okay. Um, I guess I'll leave him to do that, and I will make sure... I, I, I want to double-check and see if this place is being watched. Otherwise, make sure that we're not surprised. Okay? Okay. So I'm checking for for uh, traps. Would that be engineering? Yeah. Cool. Uh, it came out even, so it's a five. 
you don't find any traps, you do kind of get a better understanding of the way this works by looking when you're looking for the traps. In the way the levers are set up, you can actually trigger letters twice, like or it's like a toggle. You can go the lever, lever will go down, and then it'll you can if you you know it'll go back up. And uh, you've figured out that the last half of from P to Z aren't connected to anything. Well, that's somewhat helpful. <laughs> well, I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> so we've eliminated half of it then. Yes. Any other thoughts, guys? I don't know. We we could be monkeying around with this gizmo until midnight, and I don't know that we got time to Mickey Mouse with uh, uh, traps and levers and puzzles and things. I I just want to rip this whole damn thing out of the wall and find out what's in there, if there is anything <laughs> in there. Midnight's a coming, and Christmas hangs in the balance. That's what he said. I can't think of anything else he might have said to us. Bastard might have given you the code, jerk. That, that would have been... Nice. the fact that he's dying and everything, it would have been nice if he'd given you the code to the safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to try spelling out some stuff. Just spell out Christmas. Wait a minute, can't spell out Christmas. S isn't connected to anything. Well, just because it's not connected doesn't mean that that he doesn't use it as an easy way to remember for himself, possibly. If it was something like Save Christmas or something like like that. Yeah. Say, where's that snowflake picture that uh, that uh, monkey man was carrying? Yeah, we've, we've still got it. I'd like to take that and lay it over the switches to see what kind of a fit it makes. Okay, that's good. Which he now does. <laughs> <laughs> he discovers... Um, it it doesn't look like the like the drawing was made to you know this was not this drawing was not like did not go with this safe it was obviously drawn by someone else but if you move it around a bit and try to just you can see that if that some the the snowflake is it's got some pointed areas you know how snowflakes are kind of randomly shaped they don't really have any set and one of the points is near the far right of the, like where the MNO part is, and the other one somewhere in the vicinity of like D E F G H I. It's kind of a, you know, there are like two or three points that are highlighting, you know, that are kind of. Well, hell, I, I, I'm going to start throwing. Uh, that's the only thing you notice. I'm going to start throwing individual switches that match up with the points on this snowflake. Mm-hmm. At uh, at random, the ones that look like they're that the the ones that look like they stand out. Yeah. Click clickety click. Okay, random nothing happens. If I notice any kind of an order in the pattern, I'd like to apply that order. Shall I roll for investigation? Uh, yes. Which I suck at. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, what happens if he folds the uh, snowflake picture in half and then holds it up to the dial? I rolled a one, by the way. Okay. Um, and that's a very good point Reggie made. <laughs> okay, when he folds it in half, it narrows down a bit. GH on one side and NO on the other side. Uh, how about if you you just Noel? That do um, when you type the O, or when not type the O, when you press the O lever, yeah, you hear a 
it makes a slight click, but it doesn't actually do anything. I mean, like, you know, it, something happened, but it doesn't, you know, not like anything opens or anything like that. Hmm. I was, I was trying to think if, if G-N-O might be spell part of... Well, it, 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 I think he said G-H-N-O. Is that what he said? We can yes. try those. We try G-H-N-O, clickety-click. Uh, when you hit the H, mm. there is a... Are you press? Which way are you pressing them? First of all, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Well, this is going by the assumption that they all start in the flipped-up position. Okay. Unless they all appeared as we opened the safe in the flipped-down position. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. If they're toggle switches and they're they're meant to be pressed down, then we press them down. Well, they were actually in the middle when you. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll try uh, try up G H N O, one at a time, pressing up on each of them. Okay. When you hit the H, there's a sound, and then when you hit the O, there's a sound. Slick. Okay. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna press the G down, the H up, the N down, and the O up. Well, they're already up. But I should have explained. Don't think I'm making my my visual completely clear. They're like they have three settings. You've got the up setting, and it sticks. It isn't like a spring lever. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then, uh, yeah, setting the G. So in. they're already in the up position. Okay, then the G goes down and the N goes down, leaving H and O in the up position. Mm-hmm. Okay, nothing <laughs> happened. H and O. There's there's only one of each letter? Yes. Hmm. But each letter so has not, three settings. So it's not like ho, ho, ho. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Each just lever one. does have three settings. <laughs> Setting. Well, what happens if you just move the H and O through all three settings? The tumbler opens and the wall and the <laughs> thing slides across. <laughs> And a secret door emerges in the safe. <laughs> God, I thought you were never going to get it. Well, obviously. My first... Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I, and that's not anything, that's not a complaint. It's just, I was like, okay, first I thought I was being too easy, and then I'm thinking... Oh, crap. What am I going to do? <laughs> well, I was getting ready to ask uh, I was getting ready to ask Stan how much cable he had and whether we could just haul this fucking thing out of the wall using the car. That's okay. Drag it behind us back to headquarters. I just love the fact that I just love the fact that even though uh, even though uh, it was just him saying it, the image I got was was uh, Reggie just kind of going, oh, the hell with this. And he was the two, you know, up, they're already up. And he goes, tank, 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 tank. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Ho, ho, ho. Great. <laughs> what, well, now I have a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> way to get into the Christmas spirit there, Reggie. Nice going. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, what uh, in the name of Hoover's underpants is in this thing? 
I'd, I'd rather not go there if I were you. Uh, inside is a small but ornately decorated box. Is, is, about the, is it about the size of a, um, a pack of cigarettes or a... Um, it's about the size... It's about the size of a of a uh, it's about the size of a jewelry box, somewhat not huge, but it's I'm not super small either. It's kind of I know it's I'm double thickness paperback book, something like that, yeah. And out it comes, and here all three of us are looking at the thing. And it is a crystal snowflake. Hmm. Okay, and what time is it? <laughs> it is 11:30. 11.30. We have to get across town. Quick. How are we going to do that? Oh, never mind. <laughs> what is the what is the like, closest straight street there? <laughs> so I get plus one on the straightaways. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> one of my, uh, one of the prototype car improvements is uh, upgrade plus one on the, the like, straightaways. Is it's a rocket car. Yeah. Ah. Oh, what the hell? Gingerbread <laughs> quart. <laughs> Gingerbread quart. <laughs> You're going to have to hairpin with the rocket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, stop. Go, guys. Next stop, Santa Claus Lane. I'll get in the back. I didn't like riding on the hood. Yeah. You don't have such okay. a cushy seat there anymore. Okay, my drive roll comes out even, but I'll go ahead and spend a point on Stan's rocket car to put it up to a six, just to help save a little bit of time, hopefully. Okay. Zoom. And you make it with just a few minutes to spare. You are, you get out of the car, I'm assuming, because just staying there would be kind of silly. Right. I mean, yes, you could. Want to be defensive. No more flying Yeti. Mm. And you hear, in the distance, the sound of a train approaching, but there don't seem to be any tracks. A train? Yes. Okay, I think we should try and not stand in the way of the train. <laughs> <laughs> Since we don't have tracks, we have to kind of estimate this. <laughs> and for quite a while, you hear the train getting closer, but you don't see anything, to the point where it's nearly becoming deafening, and you're starting to... Well, I shouldn't dictate what your characters are starting to think. Just about the time you can't stand it any longer, all of a sudden, there's a flash, and, gee, a train appears. Uh, Let me guess. It's come from a direction that is at right angles to all of the directions simultaneously, right? (laughs) Uh, I'm not getting the reference. Oh. (laughs) That's a fourth dimensional reference. Ah. It could be. Yeah. It could work that way, but if you did that, yeah. (laughs) It's a train with the Mr. S with space time sets. Exactly. (laughs) I I thought that would appeal to you. Okay. And, okay, now... Strange. (laughs) One one more thing before I... Before you you guys tell me what you are doing. Um, The other thing you notice when the train appears is that... And there are tracks... But they didn't, it's weird, it's almost, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like, like you're not wowed by the fact that they appeared, even though you know they weren't there before. It's like, it just kind of has always been there. Hmm. 
So is the uh, train slowing, or is it just slowing oh, yeah. on? I'm sorry, it is slowing. It's slowing. In fact, it's coming to a stop. Right at gate nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. If anybody yells all aboard, I'm getting back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear, all aboard? No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No ticket. <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> and a sorry. Short, yeah. fat, balding man bounds out of the um. What the hell is it called on a train? The cab. Thank you, the cab. And uh, he says, "You're not. You're not him. Who? Who are you?" Century Club. I'm afraid there was a incident earlier. What we do have. I motion Reggie forward. Okay. And uh, I show him the case. Oh, thank God. Boy, if we'd lost this thing, I don't know what we would have done. Yeah, excuse me, mister. Are you the conductor or the engineer or something to, to, to this conveyance? I am the conductor. Welcome aboard the Polar Express, sir. Yeah. Polar Express. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there there was a fellow that uh, I suppose was supposed to deliver this, but uh, he's not in any too good a shape uh, right now, but uh, we're here uh, in his stead. We should tell him very quickly and briefly um, what happened, including the Flying Yeti. That, my friends, is an amazing story. Of course, yeah. I suppose it's no more amazing than a train coming out of nowhere, but... Uh, yeah, well. that's, that's not something that happens every other week. <laughs> it is for me. Um, well, we can't sit here, John. We've got to get this thing up to the North Pole. Uh... He did say we, didn't he? Are you coming or not? <sighs> I think Do we have going. room for the car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're double parked, right? You got a trailer hookup? Trailer hitch on that thing? There can be one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you can rig it up to fit on railroad tracks, I'm your man. Hmm. I'll get to work. I'll get to work with helping Stan uh, uh, rig that up, lickety split. Well, since we're pretty close to the end of the session anyway, mm -hmm. I could make those the improvements that I change out for next session and <laughs> take it from okay. there. Actually, that's fine. That's about where I was gonna was I was gonna end it anyway. Cool. Yep. Hank ain't gonna miss this. <laughs> All right. Very slick. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Andros. I know you're cringing. I hear little. Oh God, it's Christmas time! Come on! I saw that movie last year. <laughs> the Polar Express. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I have a feeling of what's coming. I've never, uh, I've never actually seen that film. Hey, good. You've got a homework assignment for the next two weeks. You do. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting ready to spend now, six... Now, now, don't assume anything, sir, because I didn't really care for the movie. No, 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 but it's, it's, a, it's a cute movie anyway. <laughs> I, I, uh, I just... It, it suited my, conven my, uh, my needs, so I borrowed it. But, uh, okay, well, yeah. at least I think I know what the snowflake is now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was getting ready to spend uh, my remaining nine fate points to get past that switch thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. It's like, it began with flying yetis and jetpacks, and now we're in mist. 
man. I don't know. I was just thinking the H and the O are the only things that are doing anything, and it has three settings. So what the hell? Yeah, you put it together. Do you mind if we go a little behind the scenes here? I don't. I know this is not something that Mark you don't usually do, but I kind of want to. I I I had no. I I was. That was kind of on the fly because I realized as um, and actually Andros I have to thank you because you were kind of whether you meant to or not I took it this way you were kind of grumbling a bit about how oh I guess we do this now don't we and I'm thinking oh crap I haven't put anything where they it's one of those things where on paper things seem one way and then when you're actually going through it you're like oh my god there's no you know I don't want it to just be roll this and do that roll this and do that there's no and some of the clues that I thought were obvious had been missed, and so I'm thinking, okay, I'll do this keypad thing. And then you're like, because <laughs> I thought, okay, Santa Claus, you know, ho, ho, ho. It's pretty. <laughs> and then you're like, well, hell, what do we do with this? And I'm thinking, oh, great. <laughs> so then when you did that engineering thing, I was like, okay, the first half, the sec- last half are gone. They're, they're, you know, I'll narrow it down a bit. Yeah, forget, about, he's like, forget about those switches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was actually um, thinking. I was actually thinking. How long would it take to to go back to the Century Club and get some explosives? <laughs> really? And I want to let you do that. I figured at that point when you said, "How do we just take it apart?" I'm thinking, "Okay, look. If they're not gonna, if they don't want to do the thinking thing, then we won't. It's easier for me." You uh, notice that? Uh, you notice that all 26 switches are made of metal except for the H and the O, which are yeah. made of wood. <laughs> I was about to get that. And painted orange. (laughs) And see a lot of wear. (laughs) They have LEDs on them blinking. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. That was was, was awesome. Lever puzzles are always bad news. Yeah, well, I was kind of getting a little... I was like, I got to do something here. Yeah. They had that one, there was one, uh, I don't know, this is like, this is uh, 16 years ago or so. When did Mist come out? They had that one puzzle uh, with a tree trunk where you threw the switches and nothing happened no matter what you did. And unless you learned, unless you knew about the game or heard from somebody else or whatever, um, you weren't ever going to know that anything happened unless you quickly ran out of the tree and looked behind it. So it was like any any response to what you did was completely hidden from you unless you very, very quickly ran out from behind the tree and looked behind it, which is one of those things that just made you want to, like, chew through wood. <laughs> yeah, not, not even a distant thunk to let you know something happened. Huh? Nothing, not even a sound effect. Wow. Wow. This at least made sense. All right, excellent. Uh, it's not every day you get to punch a Yeti in the face wearing a jetpack. That's right. <laughs> no, that was good. And then we're going to get onto a phantom Christmas train. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's excellent. All righty, so the 17th, we yeah. shall gather yep. uh, again and uh, co- continue with this adventure. I wouldn't, uh, Eric, hmm? I wouldn't worry too much about... Uh, how all this went? I think you did. Uh, I think you did a fine job. I, I haven't got no problems with the way you were GMing. Well, thank you. I I, I was going to say it, it'll get better. It's something I know. I I know I have it in me to be a really good GM because I you know 
when I when I used to, but it was easier because I was doing things like Star Wars where I could just I didn't have to rely on the way things actually are in real life. I could just if I wanted there to be a you know there were three floors in the in the Galactic General Store and one of them was floating and the other two were whatever you know I could yeah. just, but here it's like I wrote this out and I'm thinking oh crap I have never seen what these are like and I'm thinking you know there's a whole intimidation factor because I know Mark's GM'd and Andros is GM'd and I'm like ah so hey I appreciate the support I really do and and I mean it, it, I'll get better over I'm I'm hoping this won't be the last game I GM and with you guys and I will get better I promise I say the story moves along and we have a good time that's all that matters <laughs> yeah absolutely it, yeah it's just just storytelling where uh, we just get to say what our characters are doing it's our part of the story yeah so you didn't have a problem when I asked you about the Santa Claus thing and how that because uh, I might if, if it doesn't take you out of the game I might that helped a lot actually yeah, anything, any, you know, you can, it's, hell, it, for one thing, you can rely on us to always describe something that'll be to our advantage. Literally, <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just relieved to know that the guy who got mauled by the Yetis wasn't really Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> that is a plus. Yeah, when you said that, I'm thinking, oh, you think you know so much! <laughs> <laughs> You only partially went there, but not all the way. Yeah, well, no, I, I I enjoy a little cheese with my with my uh, <laughs> crackers, but even I have my limits. <laughs> Do you? Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's uh, all right. It's not. As soon as he said Jack Marley, I thought Marley was dead. And no, wait a minute, it's Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Bob Morley. Yeah, exactly. All right. Oh. Okay, cool. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much once again. Um, okay. Hopefully this uh, this will turn out um, to be a savable recording. I won't have to rely on my digital thing on my yeah. ear. And just to let you know, this Sunday is going to be the first release of the character creation session for the first Satsi game. And uh, oh, cool. weekly thereafter, uh, until actually I think they're all released, um... I'm going to be putting up the other episodes. In the meantime, uh, everybody have a super excellent rest of the week. Okay. You too. And thank right. you very much you again. You too. All right. Take it All easy, right. everybody. All right. You have a good evening, and I'll talk to you all next week. Yep. All right. Bye. All right. Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye. Well, the boys from the Century Club are getting a real taste of winter weirdness in Washington. There are a few things they know for sure, but one of them is, Christmas is in danger. Be sure to hear the conclusion of this story in Spirit of the Season Part 2. So, until then, thank you again, and see you then. <laughs>